millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. giving you a very special treat i don't know like i don't know this was this this came together because um so we're doing a crossover with half of the lovely ladies of pink shade and hey funky which um are my favorite podcasts that i listen to um i've recommended them multiple times on different things different shows that they cover um and they are hosted by mary Payne and aaron yep and uh, I have Mary Payne here today, or she has me here today for hers because we're doing a crossover episode that we're both going to publish. How will we say that? We'll say, hi, Pink Shade listeners. Hi, frauded listeners. Um, how, how, how do we even do it? Uh, it's been so long since I've been a crossover. I pink fraud? Really pink fraud. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Instead of Pink Shade, it's Pink Fraud. That's a great one. Hi, yeah. welcome to Pink Fraud, you guys. Uh, so uh, we're doing this because... Because Hanakawa and um, Aaron um, are otherwise occupied this week, we think they might have run off to Mexico together without us and just said, peace out. They can handle it. Um, <laughs> you know, it's interesting that you just said that about running off because I've been listening to this new podcast called Astray. Have you heard this? No, I'm so, never in my car anymore, which is where my primary same. listening was. So I have to like make a special effort to listen to different podcasts. Now. I know. I know. If I was still doing pain in the pod, I think I'd be totally out of business because nobody has like, like I used to always be in the car and always like I would queue it up for I got in. I'd have the play next going. I was ready. But uh, this is you guys, I appeared on, on pain in the pod. Yes, you did. I think even maybe, yeah, more than once. And and, uh, this is called Astray. So it's about people that are seekers, like seekers of truth, seekers of knowledge. And it's all about, so far, it's all about when they go to India. And they call it the India syndrome is when you get there and you're so overwhelmed by the sights and the sounds and the smells and the activity of it that they're calling this thing because people will like just walk out of their ashram and disappear. Like they had a full mental break and they're, now they're saying a lot of that's attributed to an anti-malarial drug you might take. Is that is that what happened to Jenny when she went? That's what I was going to ask you because you know <laughs> I don't know if you know, but I love an Indian man and I love an Indian accent. So listening to this is just like joy to my ears. Okay, especially talking to this Indian psychiatrist, and he's like. India syndrome just sounds like something just like Stockholm syndrome. They have to give it a name, but it really doesn't mean anything. It just sounds fancy. Uh Um, But it's really, it's about all these people that go to India, like, 
you know, seeking a higher truth or a yoga experience. And then they, they, they disappear. They just up and disappear. Mm-hmm. Well, if only that would have actually happened to Jenny. And then <laughs> I knew you, you were going to say something mean about my Jenny. I knew I it. Love. Here's what's funny. So you and I have known each other now for years, right? A few years. Yeah. Um, like we've met in person in, in real life and stuff. And the, sure. all the times we've recorded before I've been at your house and now mm-hmm. we're doing it on the zoom because COVID, but, um, uh, we have vastly different views and tastes <laughs> is when it comes to our 90 day and not just 90 day, but some of the other trash TV that we, that we all watch that are all crossovers and stuff, um, which I think is fascinating because we, we are friends, but we have very, very differing views. Like you love Jenny. and Jenny's. I just love Jenny and soup, smoothie, submit, submit. I just love their love. I believe in their love. I do. <laughs> I really do. I believe they're going to make it. I mean, until she dies and then he'll find somebody else. But I, I really believe in their love. I, I, I love an Indian fan and Indian accent. So maybe that's the part of the problem. So you're a little, you're a little biased, but you just think she's real dumb, I guess. She's your... dumb and she's an asshole. Um, oh, she like when I outed the <clears throat> submit is married stuff, um, She, and one of the things that I said was that I believe Jenny knew. Now I have admitted this publicly that after watching the producer of that segment on 90 Day Bears All, I am wrong. She did not know. And I I told you she didn't know. What? And I've admitted this because people (laughs) like to give me one star reviews because they disagree with that assessment. So yeah, I get get Um, that. Yeah. (laughs) So um, they um and apparently the amount of self-hate i have needs therapy i'm like eh, i'll tell uh, my have, therapist have, have they listen to hey bunky all we talk about is the shit that's wrong with us <laughs> or our husbands or our kids or whatever so, our dogs yeah oh my god so when i outed them on that whole segment like she messaged me she dm'd me and she was like all mean about it and she was just like you know take it down da, 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 da. i was like oh rebuttal do you have anything you want to say about this? Cause right. I'm, you know, I'm all about it. Right. Yeah. And she just, she called me a bunch of names and she said, go away. Sorry person. And then she blocked me. And then her daughter came on D- DM me and got, called me all kinds of names. Really? Like, things that would be bleeped out. Um, if we cared about censorship, but Ooh. we don't, <laughs> so <laughs> we swear. Um, yeah. And so, you know, people are like, Oh, she's so sweet. And no, she's not. And then, and then I just watch her, like, I watch bears all right. Which mm-hmm. is so good. Um, except I watched two episodes in a row this last week cause we're behind an episode. And one of the episodes was, um, Jesse and Tom together. And I was like, Oh God, there's so much. <laughs> I, um, I just watched a little bit last night and it was, uh, Danielle was on talking about her yes. sex toy business and I've yes, never, was- I'm never I'm scarred for life I'm never going to get over that yeah she never. Was Danielle who who I love um but yeah Jenny and Jenny's just she's just kind she's just a bitch you know she's on there and she's just bitchy about um Smith's parents like she has no sense of understanding and and I get why she's mad at them well she's over she- it it's been like six years she's like okay they need to accept it Right, right. You know, and, and uh, yeah. And, and what we learned on Bears All from the producer of the segment indicated that her parent, the parents might have known when Jenny was visiting that first time. 
because uh-huh. they said, oh, no, she's just a friend from America who's staying here. And she stayed in a different room or whatever, but she was- But he would sneak up the stairs to her right. room. Yeah. Right. And and the producer was like, I think the parents knew. They just didn't uh-huh. admit it. They just, they, no, they just chose to ignore it because they were like, she's going back to the United States. Right. What are the chances she'll come back two and three times? Mm-hmm. What are the chances mm-hmm. she could scrape to go to the coins for that? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. pink shade listeners, I'm here to tell you, I believe in their love. Now, Aaron yeah. would also be on your side screaming at me and being yeah. like, come on. But I, there's plenty of these people that I don't believe in their love and I don't think they'll last. But these two, I do. I yeah. Do. Yeah. We've, do. we've, yeah, we've had our, our yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you and I have talked about these this before. <laughs> um, but we are here today to cover um not our differing views on Jenny, but um should we address that opening segment where we're talking about our vaccinations? Vaccine? Or are you gonna splice that and put it at the end as a bonus? I could splice it and put it at the end as bonus. Let's do that because I think it was a weird lead in. Yeah, yeah, it was. We didn't I get it. That, like, I, I hope that your uh, life partner is listening to this and he's like, oh shit now. And he's like making yeah. time, note times. Yeah. Well, he doesn't, he does it as he goes. He like listens and he <laughs> marks, he marks it. I mean, he's a professional. Well, that's the nice of him. He's Well, he doesn't listen in real time, like while I'm recording it. Yeah. He listens to it while he's. He, he's, while he's editing. editing. Yeah. 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 So a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice well, where class. are so you he, exactly? Are you like literally in a closet? No. Well, yes. Okay. So I am in like, that's a really like shallow closet in our spare bedroom. Okay. Yes. And so I have it um, like, uh, there's no doors on it. It's just, that's the way the house came. Right. Yeah. Um, and so since so it's a spare room, we didn't really care, you know, and it's kind of shallow depth wise and wide wise. Like I'm touching the walls right now. Okay. But you um, can make it into a studio. So I I put all our soundproofing up in here uh-huh. because given that my fiance is a professional sound engineer, right. <laughs> he was not satisfied with um, the other setup we had, which was against this other wall here. So we moved into this closet. And so now oh, I sit in this closet, but so we have like, it's like the spare room. It's got like all kinds of, I see, I see. There's a bed back there for my yes. shoulder. There's an easel where baby step rotted paints. Yeah. Um, and you know, just I say, I, of- it looks like some Aveda shampoo back there. The shampoo. Is there to the right of the KFC? No, it's not KFC. It's a, um, Washington Nationals. Oh, okay. Huh. Yes. This um, is not interesting to anyone. I'm just uh, fascinated well, by what's in your background. It's lotion because I'm addicted to lotion. I have to have lotion everywhere I go. Okay. I get it. I hear you. Yeah. Um, well, that, that's funny because like I was recording with my friends yesterday about the Meghan Markle and they literally live in the middle of nowhere in Tennessee. And it's like nothing but huge wood furniture, hardwood floors, hard doors and glass windows everywhere. I go, girls, we're going to have to do something. You want to talk about two of them sharing one set of headphones. So that little mic that hangs in between oh, and God, then no. all that sound. I kept turning my echo control on and my echo control off. <laughs> I was like, girls. I, and so they were like, what if we close that door? I go, will that make your Wi-Fi worse? Because that's another problem. <laughs> that's the other problem. Yeah. God, it was so funny. I was like, yeah. it's really important to have like soft services. <laughs> well, yeah. And yeah. I have to be off the Zoom by nine 
so that he can log in. It's fine. It's only seven. Okay. Okay. So, so he can log in to work because he uses, we use the same Zoom account. Okay. So like I will use Zoom for like my A meetings that are like at seven, you know, yeah. or whatever. Okay. And yeah. then he gets on at nine to do his show because he produces a news radio show that comes out at 5 a.m. Oh, it's like, it's like for the so early birds. Yeah. It's a national news show. Yeah. Okay, well, now we board everybody. I've, like, yeah. I bored myself. I just yawned. Like, I bored myself. Put timestamps in when we actually start talking about the show because. Yeah. And by the way, since Erin normally does, I do Love After Lockup notes and she does 90 day notes, I don't have a note. I'm just going to have to be going off my brain. Well, what's interesting too is you guys do recapping and we don't yes. recap. We, okay. we just, we comment, we, we, we commentate. What's, what's the language? I don't know. Uh, your commentators. Um, so yeah, we just express our opinion and talk about certain aspects of the show. So uh, I'm, good at that. I'm very good at that. So, well, yeah. So, well, guess what? <laughs> We're going to have to like fight over it today, um, you know, but it's okay. It's all good. I don't um, think I've talked to you lately about what your opinions are on this latest cast. So that'll be interesting. Uh, I'd love, I'd love this cast except for the repeat offenders. You love this cast. Okay. Except you love for them. the repeat offenders. Now, do you love them like they're good TV or you're like, oh my gosh, these are all my best friends? Like which, which? Um, I love them like they're good TV because it's it reminds me of um the like 90 day like of 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 your of uh, I was gonna say of your that's of a- your <laughs> 90 day of your which is like it reminds me of like the first, second, third season where these are couples who met like organically right mm-hmm. they've met like while one was traveling in the country or something like that you know whereas a lot of our later stuff got is a lot of our later stuff is more heavily scripted and it's also um these are people who were like found each other online on the, and stuff on the which, internet yeah. which it, there's nothing wrong with that it's just a completely different dynamic than say like Jovi and Yara who met and traveled together and did all these things. Yes. He has said, they've both said that they're not even sure that they want that marriage is the right next thing, but it was the only way for them to be Be together together in America. Right. So, so we've always said, you know, the 90 days isn't supposed to be for you to decide that that's (laughs) whether you want to marry the person that's supposed to already be a done deal when you get engaged. That's why it's called a K1 fiance visa. Right. Right. Uh huh. So, you know, you're supposed to, the the 90 days is supposed to be for logistics to get married. Like I love how uh, Stephanie's always like my 27 year field fiance Ryan I'm like as far as I can tell you're not engaged you have your own ring in your pocket that you've given to him that you did how are you calling him your 27 year old fiance Ryan when you never got engaged right and like there was like I can't remember if it was on the regular show or on bears all and all kinds of blurs together sometimes that they interviewed him and they talked about basically like he was he was or he was talking to the producer about how you know she basically said well, hey, you know, do you want to come to the America? Okay, well, we have to be engaged for that to happen. And she's like, okay. He's like, okay, I guess so. Um, <laughs> that is, that is, okay, all right. Well, I, I, I literally don't even want to talk about them because she's so, so problematic and that whole storyline is so upsetting. Um, I would like to talk about Harris and his uh, got three kids at home and not just, sure, I'll go with you to Michigan. Right, <laughs> Harris. <laughs> sure. Right, okay. Okay, so so we're gonna recap and commentate on these this most recent episode, right? So okay, okay. So so 
I'm trying to remember because it was it's been a whole like day and a half since I've seen the episode. Stephanie and Ryan slash Harris, like, okay, that whole thing. It's I feel I feel a lot of this is scripted. I don't feel like this is genuine. Yeah. Um, because you know, like, I mean, I feel like they them. I feel like Stephanie and Ryan breaking breaking up or whatever this argument they had I feel like that's totally that was organic I felt like that was all valid that's all real because she's a little bit Looney Tunes and I, I and he's a little bit immature and, and you know just doesn't care right or whatever mm-hmm. but I think this whole like maybe you can come to America with me we've always had a strong connection just sort of out of the blue this this statement whereas we barely heard about Harris before kind of like I don't know so that Harris like, saying he shows up he's like I've always loved you I'm dying to go to Michigan. Where he gets on like six boats and and two buses by six hours to get to her, to get that. I I was like, he's like, America is the land of, you know, milk and honey and blah, blah, blah. I was like, but you're going to have to live with Stephanie. And she lives in the kind of in the middle of nowhere. And we've seen photos of what her Ceylon looks like. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, for what she does, which for me, old ladies and their corns, I would freaking love to go. Give give me a a youth shot. I'd like to look like Stephanie. Right. But the outside of it looks like shit. It looks like a strip mall. (laughs) It looks like shit. I'm like, it's, and on the inside, it looks pretty like professional. Listen, I'm just telling you, if I ever go that way, I'm going to be like, going, I'm rolling up in here. What kind of shots are you giving? Because you look yeah. great, girl. You, cra- you, cra- you crazy. Are we, we going to do like a 90 day across America road trip? I mean, I would do anything to go anywhere with anybody at this point. That's so true. Yes. That's true. That, that's not my immediate family. Yes. I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, I went to the doctor today and, um, I went to my like massage lady. She does mm. like, I call her my physical therapist because she does very specific. And this, um, I need to refer you to her because you have a lady or whatever, but this, she's very, it's like medical. Yes, right. Therapy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I can, can I write it off? Can I, can I send it over to my medical insurance? Sometimes you can do that. Uh, I don't, I don't know what your insurance looks like. It do, mine doesn't, but it's well worth the pay. I mean, I paid more than that for a copay on my medication tonight so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay yeah i, mean, I pay like 120 bucks but she told me today that she has scheduled a tour of the howard garner school and i was like oh my god you need to talk to mary Payne." yes i would love to talk to her goes. yeah yes. she's about to graduate from there mm-hmm. her son is sixth seventh or eighth one of those because she because they they said that there's something about the matriculation goes um they're they like start... they're losing they're losing a couple to graduation and yes. then um there's a couple that d- aren't going on to the high school so they okay. have slots for like four people or something right because like. the, the so school is that 50, has like 15 50, people 50 total um anna's graduating class is eight but mm-hmm. she was telling me this morning that she has she had to do meetings so there's literally it's it's like it'd be in a rehab she had to lead the meeting so she had to lead <laughs> she had a lead meeting uh this morning with the juniors because the juniors will be taking it over because that's like something that they do that they try to give leadership that class like the leadership so the senior class is giving it over now to the juniors and she was leading this meeting to the juniors and I said how many juniors are there she's like 14 I was like whoa yeah Yeah. so Mary Payne's daughter goes to this um I wouldn't say it's a hoity-toity private school it's a uh it's a (laughs) um, it's a private school 
but it's, you know, there's, there's 15 kids. Like It's a hippie dippy. They are doing out. They're constantly outdoors. Like every Tuesday they go field studies. So this Tuesday they went to the Anacostia. Yeah. And and I'm sure that, well, and my stepdaughter goes to a very similar lower school. Like it's not a high school, but it's a private school. That's also very, you know, progressively hippie. Very yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. They're across the street from each other, basically, and they're very similar philosophies. Um, and are and they're both like ADHD. They mm-hmm. both, you know, there's certain issues. While our sons go to various high public schools high in schools. The, it, public in the Fairfax County area. So yeah, that's right. Anyway, um, fourth incident- common. I know. Incidentally, the same. My son goes to the same high school that um, Madison beach is mother went to yes and i keep forgetting to interview to schedule that interview okay well i I told you i would love to jump right in and not to say that uh katrina and i didn't spend a entire two days texting with each other trying to figure out exactly where that house was which house it was we were right by the way he told me yeah (laughs) and when you're like oh we just guessed over like not at all i was like no i found it exactly i was like no i totally dug i totally stalked you and found out and he's like you're right you you found it all out (laughs) just tell him just give us a couple of days we can figure anything out yeah that's why i'm the broadcast and you are kind of on um retainer i mean yeah, sure. I don't pay you, but you no. know, <laughs> you're pretty good at hashtag journalism. Anyway, yeah, I am. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God, my listeners are like, this is so different from your normal, the normal uh, podcast. <laughs> I want you to do what you do on the podcast. And I'm just going to chime in because like I said, normally we just have notes and I have no notes. So I'm just, okay. here, I, I'm here just to entertain and give the pink shade listeners a second episode this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. Okay. Well, we were talking about Harris and you, yeah, wanted, Harris. you had comments on Harris. You had thoughts. I have thoughts on Harris. Harris is um, in photos way hotter than Ryan in person either of them are hot well I, I don't think Ryan's hot at all so Harris being hotter is, 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 is step up. but I think in those photos that she had of Harris I was like well damn now he's real good looking why did she go for Ryan Harris is real cute in person not quite as much but he does look a little closer to her age but I don't yeah, think he does. He's, yeah I mean so maybe he's like mid to late 30s ish Mm-hmm. But he does have a wife and three kids, so that's problematic. It's problem. It's not a girlfriend and three kids. It's not a baby mama. It's a it's a wife, I believe. Uh, and he's just like, yes, I will come to Michigan. I love you so that's much. That's what. Oh, okay, see, that's why I also think some of this is fake, right? Now, I don't know if you watch Bears All, but we watch it and we cover it on our Patreon. That's Patreon.com/slash oh, okay. Okay. So one of the episodes of Bears All, they had Harris on, well, they had Ryan on first and then they had Harris and Ryan left the stage. He I wouldn't saw be it. around. Yeah, okay. I saw it. So in that, isn't that like Her- Ryan was saying like he doesn't, oh God, what am I? That's, what is- that's when Harris said he had to travel that far. He had to get that P word. Right. And he's going to hit that P word. And that was some good P word. And he didn't care oh, about that. Oh, because he was talking about the first time that he hit yeah, that P word. He said P word, but he didn't say P word. He said the real word Pussy. no less than six times. I know. So you're just like Aaron. You're going to say the word. Uh-huh. I can't say it. It was uh-huh. so offensive and gross. I know, which is so funny. <laughs> which is so that's, funny. I mean, I guess why that's why it's funny, it. but oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Awful. 
Um, yeah, so there's, yeah, that whole thing. I mean, and there really wasn't much else to their scene, right? I mean, have you all. heard that there's going to be yet a third person before she leaves that she goes from Ryan to Harris to a third person? I did not hear that. I have not I have had my ear to the to the ground on this. I heard that on the Reddit <sighs> that she does, in fact, uh, come clean on her promise. I could give these shoes to any cabana boy. You're right. Oh, yes. God. Yes. <laughs> she does find one. My understanding is after Harris decides, like, maybe he shouldn't leave his wife and three kids and she finds yet a third. I don't know if mm-hmm. it's on this trip or or later. I think generally a lot of my listeners, at least the ones that are active on like Instagram or something, aren't real big fans of the whole storyline anyway. They think she's yeah. ridiculous. They think she's drugged out. And she you does. know, I'm not I'm not gonna comment. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. But she does look like that last Zanny bar kicked in. <laughs> she does look like she's having a little trouble keeping that one eye afloat. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I mean, that's that's really all that is. Um Jovi and Yara and then Mm. this transitions for me because last week we were talking on the broadcast about Jovi's alcohol drinking right and Mm -hmm. and and Yara's problems with it and actually Mm -hmm. I would like your opinion on this too because of your unique situation so I was saying that as an alcoholic my thoughts and views on drinking are different. Does Yara have a place to be concerned is, or is this mostly trumped up and they're just filming it this way? No, it's not trumped up. I, um, and you, your perspective, I'll let you explain why you have a perspective on this. Okay. So for the broadcast listeners who don't know, my, my husband is almost seven years a sober person mm-hmm. uh, like Katrina. You guys have bonded over your sobriety a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's great. And we're very proud of him, but I, of course, being the spouse of, you've of, been with him for a million I, years. So yes. you were with him when he was still actively drinking. Right. And it was, a you know, like everybody's got their own story and his is his to share. But I will tell you from a spouse perspective, from mm-hmm. my perspective. The Yara in this situation. The Yara. Yes, she has a point. Now, I think that uh, I can also speak for myself. It's, it's great and it's fun when you're going on trips and you're and you're young and you don't have kids and everybody can drink and do whatever. But when it sort of bleeds over into your family life or it bleeds over into your job situation and you know, the, the, the person that has the problem knows they have a problem and yes. the person that's the yes, spouse knows there's a problem. We know, but, we know there's a problem. We don't want to admit wanna, it, but don't want to admit it. Don't want to be told that God, there's a problem. No. And so, you know, Yara's approach it, to be like, you know, you drink too much, you're alcoholic, this is the end. You know, she's very, uh, uh, Russian blunt, you know, with the way she speaks. <laughs> she's Ukrainian, not Russian. Yes. Ah, Ukrainian. And she's, uh, you know, that's it. This party is for for us, Jovi, not for your alcohol. So I also will tell you as a person who grew up with a lot of New Orleans friends, because where I'm from is real close to New Orleans. Right. You're from the, the miss. Uh, I'm, I'm from the, the I'm from uh, the sip. I read I listened to that episode today of Hey Bunky. <laughs> Can you imagine that thinking that's funny? The, let's go to the soup. Um, that's you know, Mary Payne is from Mississippi, and she had a friend that refers to Mississippi as the sip. Not just my friend. It's on, it's on yeah. t-shirts and shit. Like yeah, the sip. It's so so stupid. It's ironic. It's stupid. So they um, sorry to Mississippi people who think it's not stupid. I think it's stupid. So um, anyway, uh, just growing up a lot around that culture mm-hmm. and a lot of college friends that are from that area. The Jovi is just doing what everybody else does. He doesn't know any different. He doesn't know any different. 
And I think his dad coming in and joking around how he didn't remember the engagement party is pretty indicative of this is just the culture. Like, I mean, I was shocked even um, at college age or right after college to go and see some friends there and you could just get your drink just like right now. I have a wine glass in my hand. I just just walk out my front door, get in my Mm -hmm. car, go to the next place with it. And as long as the driver doesn't have a, a open container, it's fine. Now, don't come at me. The laws may have changed. I, I'm yeah, old. That, it was a long time ago. But they do have <laughs> that. You can just openly walk around with alcohol there. It's, right. And, and people do drink accepted very young. And it's different. So I think that her laying it out for him maybe will have an impact when he sees that she's not going to take it as a father. He's not going to act like that. And also his job is very unique. One month on, one right. month and off. Right, that's the, another point I wanted to make yeah. was that he's not working right now. So is this like the normal culture for that people in that industry is they work really hard for that month. They're not drinking or whatever, but then they have a month off and he, he doesn't have work. He doesn't have responsibilities. He's not used to it. Now suddenly he does have a responsibility, quote unquote, you know, his fiance. And the other concern that I had was, is her concern about the alcohol, like you might be an alcoholic, or is her concern that because of the alcohol, he spends so much time with his friends and engages in behavior that she doesn't like? So mm. is what, you know what I mean? Like if she, he was drinking as much as he drank, drinks with his friends, but he was home with her, would she be as upset because he's I don't think it's drunk. I don't think it's a cute look. I don't think he's a fun drunk person. I think he he turns into a real half-eyed lizard jerk. <laughs> that, that's that's what I saw. Because when they were standing outside, and she's like, you know, look, we come to this party, Jovi, and look at you. And he's like, Yeah, I'm done. You're lucky to have me. Like, really? On what planet? Um, I, I think that also, I don't know, and once again, back to podcasts, if you listen to that podcast, culpable. Oh yeah, yeah. Christian yeah. Andriacchio case. He had a similar job where he would go off on a tugboat yeah. for two weeks and be home for two weeks. So, mm-hmm. uh, and when he was home, he was hitting it hard. They were partying. Yeah. So, but that was a person with no responsibilities other than himself and his like fifteen-year-old girlfriend. But <sighs> I um I, I do think a lot of that one month on one month off will breed like in this one month I'm going to go as wild as I can because yeah. for one full month I got to be on this boat I mean I in my active drinking days I would have been the same way and but see then they're you know huh, I'm an alcoholic so what is that you know I I don't know like I see what you mean if I explained this to my husband he would be like huh, yeah he has a yeah. month off of course yeah I mean like if I have a glass of wine my husband will be like and then like I have half a bottle in the fridge he'll go there's wine in the fridge. I'll go, yeah, I know. And he'll go, oh, well, like he doesn't understand like why I didn't drink the whole bottle. Yes. Do you yes. know, we don't, we don't understand. We do yeah, not like, understand why would you, that concept. Why would you leave that there? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I remember, I, I love this story is like shortly I met, um, I had a life mate. Um, I met him in January and I remember it was like February. It was like Super Bowl, and we we're at my house, just the two of us at my house. What year? Like, what year? 2016. Okay. Because I had just gotten back, I just got back from rehab at the end of December of 2015. Because that's when I got sober. So I met him, and we were had just Super Bowl. I made a bunch of you know food appetizers and stuff. And I, I remember telling him that I was sorry he couldn't have like a big Super Bowl party. Right. Keep in mind, I'd been sober for like five minutes at this point. Right. <laughs> right, right. And um, like you couldn't have a big Super Bowl party and like have beer and all this stuff. He's like, I have beer in my fridge from two Super Bowls ago, and I'm like, what the 
fuck? Oh, <laughs> yeah. What even is that? I don't understand that. He's like, well, it didn't taste that good. I'm like, when has that ever stopped me? Like anybody? Right. What? <laughs> and, then, and I mean, that's just indicative of the yeah. bad thinking. Well, yeah. Dave said to me one time, my husband, that, you know, we were at the beach and he goes, this is, this was way back when he was first sober. He would never say this now. He doesn't even think about it. But he said, you know, I, um, I got, you know, it'd be great. Yeah. This is kind of what I miss. I was just sitting on the beach and having a beer. And I go, ew, who wants to like have a beer on yeah. the beach? Yeah. Who doesn't? And he goes, why wouldn't you? I go, well, I can understand if it's like sunset and you have like a really cold drink like a margarita then that shark cake I go but just like you're sitting in the hot sun you want to have a beer gross he's like this is this is why we're different you know yeah. he's like every occasion is a drinking occasion I'm like yes. is it yes is it? absolutely yeah. absolutely is um anyway uh, do so I th- do I think he has a drinking problem yes do I think he has a problem with drinking yes you know what I mean like sometimes yeah. it's a, sometimes it's Yes. Right on the edge of, of, I have a problem with drinking or I have a drinking problem. Right. Right. Like, is he an alcoholic? I don't know. Like only he can say that. Um, but what we also, you know, what we talked about on the fraudcast too, was this could be the storyline. Maybe he does drink a lot because it is just, you know, month off Mm -hmm. and production likes to do this thing where they take something that is a kernel of truth. Mm -hmm. Like it is, this, this is actually true. Right. And they blow it up huge into this huge storyline. Is that what they're doing with Jovi? Like, are they making it into this storyline and and always making sure he has booze with him when he's when he's being filmed? You know, or is he mm. drinking like that all the time? Like, we don't know the context. I got it. the feeling from his friends that we talked to that he's kind of that gross guy at the strip bar that's like stuffing the dollars in and like I'll be I'll be here all night, folks. So so let's talk about Jovi at the strip club. Okay, for his bachelorette part or bachelor party. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that that we saw this week? Uh, I think his one friend, Klein, uh, right? That's the guy that left. I don't remember the names. Because they were like Caleb and Klein or they had similar, Cody and Klein. So let's just say that Klein's- Calvin Klein. (laughs) Yeah, let's just say Klein's the one that left. Klein's probably the one that stayed. Anyway, the guy that left, I think was real smart. He's like, there's a camera on me. I have a wife and a baby at home. I'm leaving. Right. Now, whether or not the cameras went down and he came right back, I don't know. But I think that he was like, I'm no dum-dum. And mm-hmm. I know what happens when you go into this place with uh, Jovi, who like apparently has his own monogram table because he's there seven nights a week. Right. Right. So, yeah, I, yeah, I think that something happens in that up in that club. I yeah. was getting really annoyed with the... You know, he hadn't packed yet, which drove me crazy. That just made me twitch because I would have to have packed before, but that he hadn't packed and that he, you know, does this. Okay. Might as well. I'm not going to sleep. I'll just stay up, whatever. It was, I am already going to be late. What's even more late. Like that's just so disrespectful to, Mm -hmm. to Yara, but also who has a bachelor party the night before you get in an airplane. Also she had rumor she had fallen that day and they were like worried about the baby. That's another thing. And when, when I saw her like walking out of that clinic and she was, I was like, Oh no, Oh no. I'm like, I'm so scared. Something happened to the baby. Mm -hmm. I would have, I would have been like, guys, I can't go. When we get back, we'll do like a blowout something. Like we'll go do something crazy that I'm just married. But like, I, like she fell. I They're all to going to Vegas with him. Like why can't, you know, like yeah. uh, the whole, and, and then there's the whole, like, this is just on bachelor parties in general and bachelorette. Like it's your last night of freedom. 
okay, how is that night any different from any other night where you're engaged? Are you like, does that give you permission to have sex with the stripper? And, and that, like, I, that whole last night of freedom thing, like, never, I'm like, it, as a concept, part, I don't understand. Yeah, pardon me. <laughs> like, <laughs> go out and have fun, have a sure. blowout with your friends, sure. But it's not like it's the last time you're before you're going to prison for the rest of your life. So you, you have know? to have sex with everything that moves. I mean, that's not how that works. When you're <laughs> engaged in a committed relationship, you don't get like, hey, two nights for your wedding, you can fuck somebody. That's not how that works. <laughs> not how it works, Jovi, mouth hole. With old Jovi. <laughs> oh, he just needs some uh, braces. He'll be fine. God, Mike of the Aliens and Natalie. Now, mm-hmm. we were saying last week that she had, you know, every season, every person, they have this conflict all season long, and then something happens, and it's like, boom, skies open up, and everything's fine, and puppies and rainbows, and everything turns around. So, Natalie had that last week. So uh-huh. this week is like the COVID starting and all of this stuff and she gets the ring back and then it was like this whole other blow up. What do you think about that scenario where Mike was giving her back the ring and then she's like, but only if you forgive me, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then he was like, you ruined it. Now I have thoughts about it, but yeah. I want to hear what you think. Do you th- Are you team Natalie? Are you team Mike? Are you team aliens are you team neighbor tamra's mullet hair like what i just want to know why the one barber in town is giving everybody these horrible haircuts not i mean only natalie with her shirley temple girls has some decent hair um (laughs) i don't know um i'm not team either of them because i I, i've come to find that i i dislike both of them strongly okay um i i think that she did ruin it when he said do you want to be engaged and she got the one thing she's wanted they've got it's literally like 18 hours to wed like that clock has ticked all the way down mm. and she was like only if you forgive me but guess what later on while like you're in bed you she could have said that and they could have had that conversation not right that moment okay and that's why he was like you ruined it and she's like no come back i take the ring i live in the wood i mean like she's like yeah she ruined she's it just yeah so i saw on on instagram to i think it was today that somebody had said they actually thought it was smart of her to make sure he wasn't harboring any resentment towards her about that and that he did forgive her, um, which I think is a valid point. Like you, but what, what you're saying about maybe that wasn't the right time to do it. Like this yes. is the one thing you've been trying to get the whole time. And have he's a romantic it to you. Yes, yes. As, as, um, as Dr. Phil likes to say, never miss a good opportunity to shut the hell up. Uh, right how's that working for you (laughs) what about all the other things she's done she has called him uneducated fat low class fat drunk (laughs) I mean I was like the the saying you're a cheater is just like in a list of things that she said to him like if you think all those things about him and you're terrified to live into wood why 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 are you marrying him but she's mentioned her clock ticking mm-hmm. she's like is it because i realize i'm 38 and or whatever i don't well i don't want to spoil anything for the pink shade listeners so okay how about this pink shade listeners we're gonna say something and if you don't want to hear it skip ahead 30 seconds okay go ahead and say it they end up together they say to get, they yeah, get I know, but I don't know how. Because next week we see my fiance called you love have to go to the airport. Yeah. Well, you'll you'll you know. You could tell me later. I, I don't actually know the mm-hmm. specifics of it. I just know that they get married. So <laughs> um all right, and we're back. And we're back. Um, yeah. So um again, we think kind of maybe just a plot device with them. 
They seem to uh, really hate each other though. Yeah, they seem to really that's, hate that's why we other. think it's fake. Because why oh. would they actually get married if you know? I mean, at least Mike took out the Bluetooth, the 1990s Bluetooth earpiece when he was giving the ring back to her. I mean, he didn't have to take a call from the manager. I mean, he's like at any moment, like like tap tap on his Bluetooth, like hello, we, and take a call. We we, we <laughs> Hannah Gall called it his alien transmitter. Well, that's true. He could be talking. <laughs> Listen, I just watched a stupid documentary um, that somebody told me to watch, and it was about you know, the the FBI and the CIA, all this stuff that's come out about the aliens that, you know, really have come down. Oh, right. They interviewed all these little school children. I think they were in, hmm, they could have been in South Africa. And it's all these little children with their little accents going, yes, and it came down. So cute. But it's like, there's groups of people that have seen these things as children. And then they interviewed them as adults. And then, of course, all the, like, the naval footage of the uh, little, they, I, I spent an hour and a half watching that. And the whole time I kept thinking, God, I wish one would just land right there by that blue pond so Mike could really speak to his people. <laughs> you know? Speaking of his wrong. people. Speaking of his people, though, happy birthday, Bo. I don't think he's wrong. Um, <laughs> poor Bo. Okay, did you see on Bears All, I think it was on Bears All, that, yes. that clip with Uncle Bo when he was trying to talk to Madeline about getting a yeah, sugar mama? And- and Natalie's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And like, no, sugar, okay. And the producer asked her, do you, do you understand? How much of what Bo says do you understand? And she's like, none. No, yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I will get me sugar mama. You gonna help me? And she, goes, she goes, I don't know this sugar mama. He goes, you know, like a woman, like a sugar mama, give me, give me some money. And she goes, oh, then you have a sugar baby? And he's like, yeah, I gotta get me a sugar mama. I need an older woman. With me. He's like, she was like, I don't think any of my friends would be interesting, but maybe someone older, closer to your age, women in Ukraine. I was like, you get on there with what's his face wig, David, and you, and you get, you find you a girlfriend. You'll do great on there, though. Oh my gosh. You'll have to have some Wi-Fi though. The, the consensus on my Instagram was that uh, neighbor Tamra with the mullet, a feathered mullet has yeah. a thing for Bo. Great. That'd be a great couple. Sure. Except for that Bo is a woman beater. Oh, well, that's a problem. We don't want that for Tamara. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he's got his, I mean, his rap sheet is pretty long and pretty um, violent and gross. See, I thought he just had like a here and a there, like a bar fight. No, it's, it's something terrible. He's got a lot of stuff and a lot of it involves alcohol and violence and women. Oh, well, maybe it's a good idea. He moved out of the barn. Yeah. Yeah, and then that was another. That was another. Was that on Bears All? It was on Bears All. Oh, that see, uh, now unseen we, footage of the barn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We no. won't talk about it. So you can talk about it on your. Yeah. Picture. Well, you're gonna have to record. Oh, I'm gonna have to record my Patreon with you probably because I, I don't know if Hannah Kong is gonna be available at all this week. All right, she's and, gonna be on that beach. She's gonna be on that beach with Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so let's talk about Zied's chicken lunch that his mom came out and brought to him. How happy do you think Aaron was when she saw Zied walk up in those skin tight get up? Oh uh, my God. His clothes are really something. It's almost yeah. like a Saturday Night Live skit. Like, you know, yeah. almost. He's almost a parody of himself because yes. his clothes are so tight. So Rebecca said something that really triggered me. And so this whole, like, I would need to get married before Ramadan thing. No, I, I said, I don't really like the, the returning couples, right? Because mm-hmm. so much is scripted. 
And I, this, I think, in particular, is also scripted with them. And when you say, I just want to, I just want to, for the pink shade listeners, because we don't think anything is scripted. We believe everything is. Oh, right. I'm sorry. We believe everything in front of our eyes. So when you say scripted, you mean like they tell them like, hey, Ziad, you're going to walk up. You're going to talk about this. The storyline is produced. It's not, it's not an authentic storyline. Okay. They're, they're sort of telling them in this conversation, we need you sort of like the Real Housewives, right? They just say like, you guys are all going to lunch, but while you're there, you need to move this plot point along in your conversation. Yeah. Like, like with them that, you know, okay, your, your big concern is going to be, you're going to do the storyline about he wants to get married before Ramadan and you don't, and it's going to be conflict. So go. And then they produce, they, they make that happen. We've never seen him take such a stand. Yeah. Right. If this was an issue, we a legitimate, genuine issue, we would have heard about it. And she said, she said, I don't want to rush this marriage. And what she meant, I believe, was wedding. The wedding. Marriage. The the wedding itself. Yeah. Right. Because she doesn't want a courthouse wedding and whatever, which she, as she said, she had two years before he came over. She could have been planning, like, even when she knew like what his day was like if if ramadan was really an issue for him well if it really was an issue and he didn't tell her hey ramadan falls between these she knows when ramadan is okay all right maybe her last husband her ex-husband was muslim remember in case you you didn't hear that on the show she's mentioned it once or twice listen i think that no she's she herself is not a practicing muslim so she may not know the dates and if he I think that because of COVID and everything, I think he did very quickly get over there. Like, uh, oh, we like kind of like a Natalie. Like, hey, I heard Monday. I'm going to come there next Monday. Like, I think it was a pretty short window. Yeah, that's, she couldn't get, get her visa. They have a, yeah. a certain window of time. Yeah, they. Say yeah, so. so so she didn't. She couldn't get her furniture to her apartment. She sure shit can't look up at a calendar see when Ramadan is. No, <laughs> she, no. So him saying it, he should have literally said it the first night. Like, hey, when we're planning the wedding, we need to it, to be before this date, or we're going to have to live apart. You know, now, that, yes. did you see um, season two of 90 Day, the, the Danielle Muhammad season? Yes, I did. Uh-huh. Okay, so do you remember on their wedding, they got married during Ramadan, but he wouldn't kiss her afterwards. Mm-hmm. Right, he There's wouldn't kiss her because he didn't like her, because, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, because, <laughs> because Ramadan, right? That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So, I mean. It may or may not have been Ramadan because, you know, she's not going to go look it up. Oh, don't talk, don't talk bad about I'm not talking. You know. I enjoy her, but I um I also I thought that guy that she went on the date with on Bears All was real cute. Oh yeah. On that single show. Because he was like, I'm a rock your world, hip hop. She's like, What? I like country. That was fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk more about that when we record our uh okay, all right, okay. <laughs> but um so you're saying it's a it's a precedent already set on the show. Mm-hmm. And she should have been aware. And listen, I fault Zied in this, that he should have told her like, Hey, I'm, I'm here. We've got four weeks until Ramadan. So I'd like to get married in those first four weeks. We don't need to be going out to look at the bare trees and the uh, tarp covered pool to it was, be in the yeah. forest. Yeah. Right. right. And the, the horse-drawn carriage and all mm-hmm. the other, other nonsense. And, you know, I mean, this, <laughs> I get it. You know, this is her fourth wedding. She wants it. I don't know. Like, Do okay. We know I, about husband one and two. Do we know anything? I have in my files, my record somewhere I do, but to be honest, I, I don't care. You can't remember. To, but to recall it and to keep it in my primary memory, it probably fell 
into a MS brain hole somewhere. It's way back there. Yeah, it's way back there. Okay. Um, but yeah, so she's had, you know, she's had a number of weddings. And I don't know, for me, I've, I've had one or two myself. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting married again this summer. Um, it's like each wedding for me gets like less and less, right? Right. <laughs> and hers seem to be get, going the opposite. Well, Which, she's finding her true love as she goes it's just taking some time yeah which yeah. is fine you know uh, whatever you know she wants what she wants but I think in certain circumstances she if she's saying I'm not going to marry you at all if we do a courthouse wedding in the next two weeks that's ridiculous given, it is ridiculous. I agree you know so it's not believable hence why it, we believe it's a produced storyline okay all right you know, I don't know. So, but he, she does look like his mother coming and bringing him lunch. Um, <laughs> it's like, it reminded me of like when I've brought food to Baby Frauded, like when he's had rehearsal for yeah. <laughs> for like his theater stuff. Like, yeah. okay, meet me outside. I'll, you know, at the car, I'll come and hand you whatever. Oh, man, let me tell you, those were the days where I could Uber Eats my daughter some food to her school, but no more. Yeah. No more. Yeah. Yeah. They did that with uh, my son's school as well. Yeah. Hey, sure. It's like too, too much, uh, too much infection going around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but okay. Who else, who else do we have? Um, oh, Julia and Brandon, the mother's day wedding issue. Brilia. Yeah. Oh, you, what, what did you call them? Brilia. No. Yes. No. That's, the, that's their name. Brandon and Julia. Here's what we think. Cause they each had their little chalkboard hanging on their door said Brandon and Julia. Uh -huh. And then when she got to move into his room, they just erased the Andon and put Ulia. So it's Brulia. Hashtag Brulia. Okay. <laughs> Are you getting me now? Hashtag Brulia. Yeah. Okay. I get it. But, okay. um, like, uh, like, like A-Rod, like A-Rod, like A-Rod and J-Lo. I won't like adopt it the way okay. I adopted Murder Farm. Okay. That's fine. If you don't want to take on Brulia, I get it. I think okay. she is so um, stunningly beautiful. I think so too. I, I really do. I enjoy her quite a and bit. And I captured one her eye roll in her Talking Head segment perfectly on video. It's a, I made a GIF out of it. It's beautiful. Uh, I wish I knew how to do that, make a GIF. But she... Um, She's great. I love her. I don't, speaking of mullets, uh, the mom is not not great, and the dad is his. As the show goes on and on, the zipper cut on that guy is just getting more and more zippered. But we listen. You and I could, in fact, take a road trip over to Dinwiddie. It's not that we far. could. It's not that far. Um, but I really don't want to get anywhere near that doomsday prepper. Um, uh, well, did you sure she can't get in the hot tub? Do not, not even think about it. <laughs> well, I can just as long as I don't have clothes on. You have to be naked, uh, naked, yeah. and uh, given the <laughs> their their alleged swinger parties that happen. Um, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, Mother Brandon and Mother um, Father Brandon, sorry, mm -hmm. are terrible. We hate them. They've been the villains the whole the whole season, right? Now this whole mother that's Mother's Day weekend thing. Now I married. Uh, baby frauded's father uh -huh. on may 10th okay some it was, was the day weekend? it was the day before mother's day that year okay um sometimes it's, because it's different every year by the way yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly sometimes right. it is some, sometimes right. it's near there sometimes you know what it was actually really great is everybody was in town for it so my mother actually got a great mother's day because all of her children were in town so it was actually really go. good for the next for the next day brunch right and um 
way to make it about mm -hmm. her, right? Mother Brandon. I just listen. Uh, I we we are mothers, and uh, mm -hmm. you, you wanna you wanna make it about you. But if my kid is like, "Hey, I'm gonna get married on the Saturday before Mother's Day," I wouldn't be like. I'm devastated. I wouldn't even care if they said they're getting married on my birthday. I'd be like, great. Yeah, okay. I just don't understand the, the, in the past, has this been like a huge, like Christmas celebration for them? Like Mother's yeah. Day is the day of the year. I know. Like, yeah. Does it matter? Because even Brandon said it's, it's not always going to be Mother's yeah. Day. I mean, you know? Yeah. I didn't get right. it. I didn't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, you know, she had a reason for wanting that day. Uh, even if Brandon couldn't remember it, you know, it was important to her and that's fine. And I'm also getting this confused because I just watched sister wives last yesterday. And I don't mm -hmm. know if you watch the season, but, um, Audrey and Mariah, Mariah is Mary's only daughter and she uh -huh. was engaged to a woman named Audrey. Okay. And there they were wedding venue shopping and the venue, the, the date that they picked was August 29th. And it's because it was a very important date to them. It happens to be a Sunday mm -hmm. and this is Utah. What's the, uh, but why is August 29th important? I can't remember, but it was like the 29th is, it was like, why is was, August 29th important? It was important for them for like their birthdays, the 29th. I don't know. It was some, it had some significance for them and they really wanted to do it on that date. Okay. But the venue that they wanted is closed on Sundays because Jesus. So they couldn't accommodate okay. an August 29th wedding. So what do you do? Like it wasn't resolved this week. So stay tuned. Do we have more couples? I don't remember. Do we have other couples? See, like Brandon and Julia as a couple trying to work out their shit. I like, I like um, Jovi and Yara trying to work out their shit. Yes. Um, I don't know if you want spoilers on on them. Uh, I want a spoiler. So everybody skip ahead 30 seconds. What's the spoiler? They're married. They have a baby. Baby was born in September. Baby girl. Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me and it's not going to fit right and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small up to 4x and if you haven't yet be sure to let them know that we sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu oh mm -hmm. uh, 
Uh, yeah. Well, we Ooh. also found their okay. wedding certificate, their wedding okay. license certificate um, from Clark County, Vegas. So, um, yeah. So they're, yeah. Anyway, so um, her wedding dress shopping with mom um, was cute, I think. I liked, I didn't like the, uh, the dress she chose was fine. I liked the other one better on that's her, it. but um, yeah. So I think that's it. I think that's all the 90 days. Oh, I see. You didn't like the one, the plunging neckline. The one that she picked like was my least favorite of the two. Tarek and Hazel. Did we see them? <gasps> oh yeah. I forgot them. Okay. So that their whole thing with talking to Minty um, this is just a continuation of their same storyline, which bores the crap out of me. And the, let's talk to our ex-girlfriend to find out why, what would be good, why, why, what we're doing wrong about why we can't get a girlfriend. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that situation, on Tariq's thought on let's contact Minty? I don't know if I believe it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Although I do love, and then also we forgot about uh, uh, Shithead and Amira. Oh God, Andrew and Amira. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Thoughts. 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 <laughs> um, okay. Well, it, my favorite thing to do on a Monday is to repost all the Andrew hate posts about Andrew was such a douchebag posts and I love to repost those it's like my favorite thing to do on a Monday after the show so now that's not to say that Amira doesn't hold some responsibility you know she's an adult she made these choices but I believe Mm -hmm. that he kind of gaslights her in a way that is ridiculous and he conditions his love on you know if you love me you would do this and if you did that you know you know, you would do this if you loved me, if you believed in us and all this stuff. And she, for some reason, her self-esteem is in such a low place that she believes that she has to do this for this guy. And she's not like going to be a Yara who's going to stand up and be strong about what she will and won't tolerate. Amira doesn't seem to have that piece of that self-esteem. So she well, this is my boyfriend. He loves me. I love him. And he, he's right. Of course. Okay. Well, I'll believe him. And I just, whatever it is, I want her to get some stronger self-esteem so that she doesn't believe his. Okay. Is she, is she stuck in a hotel room in Serbia for 14 days or can she leave the hotel room? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, uh, spoiler alert. (laughs) She doesn't get on the plane to go to America. Skip 30 seconds. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. That's that's what we've seemed to have gathered from um, our internet sleuthing based on their, it, there's, they have a lot of, um, well, I wouldn't say they, Andrew and his, his minions and whatever kind of people he has, um, are doing like on a Amira smear campaign and Amira is not responding to any of it. She's taking the high road and just like, whatever, but he is constantly putting out things to respond to the Amira love on the internet and all this stuff about people telling him he's an asshole. So he's puts a lot of dirty laundry out there, including text conversations and stuff. And 
by reading these conversations that he puts out, you can tell what has occurred with them. And um, so that's been his MO. And like I said, she's not responding to it. And you keep that up, girl. Keep not responding. So, I mean, he's just showing his own ass. She posts a lot of pretty pictures. Yeah, she posts a lot of pretty pictures on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And I know, I mean, there's there's a crowd of people who are like, you know, she's a grown ass adult. She got on the plane on her own free will, all this stuff. I get that. But I believe that, you know, she had this sort of like, not like he mind controlled her, but, or brainwashed her, but there's a certain amount of digmatized (laughs) sort of thing that happens, especially when you're with somebody who's manipulating, controlling, gaslighting. Right. And, and, and he has shown himself to be that kind of asshole. So every time, like there's a big wave of, oh God, he's such an asshole. Like, and then he comes out to try to defend himself, to try to make Amira look bad, therefore negating him being an asshole, I think is what the argument he's trying to make and his minions, his mouthpieces, surrogates as they were. So that's what's happening with them. Not working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not I think working. Every, everyone still thinks he's an asshole because guess what? Thank you guys for putting up with all of this. Thank you for tuning in to this wonderful crossover episode. And um, uh, let's see, Mary Payne, why don't you tell the Farcast listeners where they can find you guys? Okay, you can find us on Instagram at Pink Shade Pod or at Hey Bunky, which is our Patreon only podcast and uh take a listen we cover 90 day and love after lockup and usually on thursdays we cover bravo it's kind of a weird time in the covid when we don't do it consistently as we should and then we of course just like the podcast we have patreon for uh pink shade and this week we talk about the royals last week aaron talked about jesus camp like we've got we got some good stuff for yeah yeah and you did a really good series on the chris watts um American murder nightmare next door, ding dong, the murderer next door. <laughs> ding dong, I'm here. I'm the murderer. <laughs> yeah, yes, that one. That guy. Um, Shanann, that story. Um, yeah, you, you, there's a lot of stuff. So um, those are uh, Pink Shade and Hey Bunky are my favorite podcasts to listen to. Um, and they, you guys cover like marrying millions over on Hey Bunky and seeking mm-hmm. sister wife when that comes back. And um, yes. You guys Temptation Island we're doing right now. Yes. And other fun trash (laughs) stuff like that. Um, And so they cover that. So we'll link all those in the show notes, our show notes. And for you pink shade listeners who don't already know me and listen to me. um, And and I'm not talking to those of you guys who hate me because I know you're out there too. (laughs) But in I am um, frauded media at frauded media. And yeah, at frauded media and podcast yeah yeah wherever you get podcasts and everything will be linked and um thank you guys for tuning in and we are dumpster diving so you don't have to hey fraudcasters you know i used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting they were the first thing to take off when i got home But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day uh, when I leave the house. 
and they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.